Hey, Rockstars, Jim here. And I want to come to you with another fabulous uh, interview. Um, sometimes people come around you. Uh, well, not sometimes. I believe everybody comes around you for very specific reasons. Um, everybody we know, I don't believe in coincidences. Um, you know, there's so many different cliches and sayings around, you know, you, you, you are the people you surround yourself with, your income will mirror the five people you're in your closest circle. Um, you will only have a handful of true friends in your lifetime. Uh, we can only uh, handle, you know, like Dunbar's number, we can only handle 150 real relationships at any time. So, you know, the whole 5,000 friends concept is always kind of comical. But there's, everything is tied to who we know and how we're connected. And part of how we're connected to people is how we communicate to them, how we message, right? Our message is the words we use, uh, it's the relationships we carry, it's how we show up, uh, and sometimes it's just our presence, right? It's just our presence. So um, communication isn't always verbal, as you know, right? So um, it's really important to make sure that you're understanding that at all times, so that you're always showing up the way that is the way that you are designed to so that you're actually going to be able to serve the people that you are most connected to right you know my personal belief in this god put each of us in a specific place because we have a role to carry out right he put us you know he, the reason i'm alive in the united states in california in 2019 instead of in i don't know turkey in 1870 is because god has intended me to be connected to the people i'm connected to including you Right. Um, and so and then it's, you know, what are you learning about these people? What are you learning about yourself so that you're speaking what actually matters to people and your message is vital. What you share with people is is imperative, right? Because every gift that you've been given was given for the benefit of others. And you need to make sure that you're able to communicate it how you can help them with that. You know, sometimes it's just by being able to share a message or a word. Sometimes it's being able to dive in deep and do some of the, some of the life's hardest work with those people, but none of it's going to happen if you don't show up the right way and you don't communicate the right things. And you got to take the responsibility and the duty and the obligation to do the work, make sure you know what your message is about and who you are supposed to be and how do you communicate it? Cause if you don't, you're really being irresponsible and, and, and then you're not serving the people that you were intended to serve. And I don't want that for you, right? Um, and it's it's empowering when you can live your life that way. And I've been blessed to be able to be you know on that journey. Um, and interview today with Amy Amy Yamada, excuse me, uh, is, is great. She's an amazing person. She's got just you're gonna love her energy. You love the way she talks and connects. I I, I do. Um, you're gonna see if you love me, you're gonna love her. I mean that's simple. I, mean, I think we're, we got a lot in common. We think very similarly. We got we believe in the same things. Um, and she just she speaks her craft really well. She messages what she does really well and who she is. And you're gonna love it. So enjoy the interview and uh, we'll see you on the other side make sure that you take advantage of her offer because it's there and it's important um, and pay attention to some some really good lessons in here for you All right we'll see you soon welcome to the sales unscripted podcast where it's not what you're saying but who you're being while you're saying it that matters sales and scaling your business is what drives the engine here so drop in, buckle up, and hold on, because we're about to shake up the sales game with the man behind the mic, Jim Padilla. All right, awesome. Thanks so much, Strickland, for that handoff. Jim Padilla here with Sales Unscripted, where it's not what you're saying, but who you're being while you're saying it that moves the needle and that makes the biggest difference. 
And uh, we're always coming to you with new ways to think about scaling your business, how to grow exponentially, how to make bigger impacts so that you can solve your problems. And we're bringing some of the best experts around, those who we all know and those who we don't know yet. And uh, our, our expert today that we have uh, on board with you is one of those that is in is kind of in between. She's she's emerging on the marketplace. She's I, you see, every time I turn around, I see her face. I see her name. She's starting to be everywhere, which is fantastic. The ever presence is always vital. Her next big project that she's got coming up is the Dream Big event. We're going to talk more about that. Um, and she's big on working with coaches uh, and and, and service based entrepreneurs to really dial in your message so that you can move the needle and make a difference. Because obviously, uh, when people don't have a real clear message, it doesn't matter how good you are at what you do, people won't know why they should even be talking to you. So super important. And I uh, can't think of anybody better to be able to talk about that today. Amy Yamada, say hello. Yes, thank you so much, Joe. I'm so happy to be here. And thank you for the warm introduction. I really appreciate it. Yeah, outstanding. Um, while you're on here, you want to make sure that you guys can follow along. Uh, if, for those of you who like to, if you can go to amyyamada.com, she's there. Uh, also on Instagram at amyyamada. And there's two Ys in there. It's the first time. It's actually my eyes were catching that because I don't think I've seen anywhere else two Ys back to back in one stream. <laughs> yeah. You're first yeah. for that one. All right. So let's just uh, let's talk about this here right now. Let's, let's, let's jump in. What what? Who's Amy Amata? Why, why should people be listening to you right now? Yeah, so I, I'm, like you said, I'm really passionate about working with coaches and service-based entrepreneurs. And what I found was that over the years, I, I went from having my own too broad of a message. You know, I worked in the local media here in the Seattle area for about 15 years. And even with a background in marketing and promotions and advertising sales, I myself was breaking my own like marketing 101 rules at the beginning of launching my business because I wasn't sure about who I wanted to serve. You know, when, when you talk about any kind of business coaching or coaching, coaching of businesses. Like, what does that even mean when you know, think about a business, there's everything from the solo entrepreneur all the way up to, you know, massive corporations. At the beginning, I just didn't know. Like, I didn't know if I wanted to be more of a consultant to, you know, companies that are based here in Seattle, like Starbucks or Expedia. And so I started to have meetings with them because that's who I was used to working with when I worked in the media. Uh, but I, what I realized, though, was that my heart was with the entrepreneur. You know, as I got to know more and more entrepreneurs, I was like, oh, man, there's so much I can do to use what I've learned in my career and what I've implemented myself and help entrepreneurs. And then more specifically, over the years, I just started to notice, like, what are the frequently asked questions that I'm getting? And, um, and what people would ask me, whether entrepreneurial friends of mine or colleagues, is that, gosh, I mean, like, when you put yourself out there, you suddenly have all these people that want to talk to you. When I put myself out there, I get crickets. And so I was like, okay, so let's talk about that. You know, so that's, that's kind of how it started. And then I got really into messaging. Yeah, that's that. What you're saying, the part of that story is I literally hear that every day. It's like we have, there's so much opportunity on the corporate side. There's so many things happening there, but it's not moving you inside. It's like you, it's not as fulfilling. And a lot of the experts that I talk to, and you know, we fall into that bucket, is it's so much more rewarding to help people make big breakthroughs in their business and help the entrepreneur. There's such a. I think a lot of it is for me is is the immediacy of the feedback. And, you know, mm. see it immediately. You help them win. They appreciate it. Their life changes. Your life changes. Um, it, what, what is it for you? What is, what, how does that impact you? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's that moment, right? Like when, when I'm working with my clients, my power, I call them powerhouses, right? My powerhouse clients is that when, when they're about to get on a stage or when they're about to, you know, launch their, their group, their next level of their group coaching program, 
and they're they're in those enrollment conversations. And I know you're so big on sales, and I love I love the whole unscripted part because I'm very similar. Like when people ask for a script, I'm like, really? Do you really need a script, or can you just be yourself and really just be there for someone and make a difference for them? But my point is, like when I when I talk to them about your messaging, like I'll say to them, like you're, when you've got your messaging so dialed in and you know how to deeply connect with your ideal clients then that's, that's when the enrollment happens, you know, like that's when you're, you're caring enough to understand where they are now and where they want to go, what their biggest challenges are. And then when you're, when you're making your offers, especially like, I really believe in high ticket packages and not just to slap a high price tag on your coaching package, for example, but to really focus on high value. And so when you know how to like have that messaging come through, then, you know, when I've, when I've helped my clients with this and they're like, Oh my gosh, maybe I, you know, I was able to really hone in on, on my gifts and how I'm able to help them get from here to here that they're, you know, they're able to enroll at a higher conversion and, and they're having more fun. Like it's just, it's just a very fulfilling experience and knowing that they then get to make a difference for that person. It's just lights me up. You know, it's awesome. You totally, I, I'm, I'm all on board with that. Um, let, let's dive into the high ticket piece a little bit. Mm -hmm. It's it's a term that is just like stab a fork in the eye, right? How many times can we say high ticket? It's like authentic. Can you let's let's find another? I know, right? Exactly. Right? I need a new word. Yeah. Um, but at, and then at the same time, it's like aside from the money, which is clearly it's obvious, right? Higher ticket, higher money, higher revenue, higher opportunities. But yeah. why high ticket? Why does it really matter? Why why does yeah. that make a difference instead of selling one ninety stuff everywhere? One ninety seven. Yeah, I get it. You know, and I when I first started, you know, I had these little tiny packages, and I you know I would sell them here and there. You know, I was doing old school networking and whatnot, and um, and I myself would invest in low ticket packages too. Like I I worked with a coach here, a coach there you know, one-on-one -on -one, and they would, they would enroll me into this, like, oh, there's, you know, you'll buy it in a three session package or we'll work together for, you know, eight weeks or something like that. And, um, and so you can only go so far with that, you know, and it, it wasn't until I myself became a high ticket client that I started to have high ticket results. Right. So, so I really practice what I preach to this day. I invest a lot in myself, my team, how we grow. And, um, and so I just believe that to me, high, t like, when you have high ticket offers, you attract high ticket people. And so it's not, it's, I, I want to make sure that it's not about like the price tag and people having money. Like nobody comes to me when they're just sitting on a massive pot of gold, right? <laughs> they come to me, they're like, Amy, I need help. Like I've, I've, I've gotten stuck in my business. Like I've plateaued or, you know, or maybe they haven't quite broken through the six figure mark, or maybe they're the six and they're wanting to grow from there. And there's like, I've just plateaued, like something's not working. And so it's not just like, Oh, slap a high ticket. You know, it's, it's like, no, think about like, how can you create the most value for someone? And what does that look like? Like, is it, is it a longer term relationship, whether it's premium, you know, one-on-one -on -one coaching, whether you're leveraging through a group program, but you're really delivering and helping them get the results they want, or is it more of like an intensive, like a, um, you know, a three-day retreat or a one-day VIP intensive where you're really going deep and providing the value. So I believe that when you provide the value, then it makes sense to have high ticket. And I also believe, I also believe that when people have more skin in the game, they're going to show up bigger, you know, like they just sure. are. So like, hey, I'm invested. Like I'm fully invested in this. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. There, there's so many other things that value that they, they packed in behind that for why high ticket. Right. And, but what about for somebody, you know, I mean, I can say for me, I've been doing this long enough. I've got credibility. I've got expertise. I've got all this behind me. So for me, it almost makes more, I can justify it. Right. But we were doing this before we were had this same track record. We we built the high ticket right now. It was smaller, smaller high ticket than it is now, but mm -hmm. it was still a higher priced opportunity because we knew the outcome. 
we knew what was expected of us. We knew how much right. we were going to have to do to deliver the outcome. We mm -hmm. knew the value and the results we were going to bring to our client. So the price had to commensurate with that. Because if, was, if we jumped up and said, yeah, for, you know, $4.97, we'll do this for you. They'd be like, are you sure you know what you're doing? Because <laughs> <laughs> right. I think like so you could do this for $4.97, right? Mm -hmm. um, but what about that, that person who doesn't have that track record? That, that track, you, know, you mean to charge that kind of yeah. money for it? Yeah. I always think about like, well, first of all, it's it's not about you, right? Like like something that um like whenever I've had my own limiting beliefs come up as I've you know as I've evolved the packages that I put out there, I I I still have that moment where like, can I do this? You know, like who am I to think that I can charge this? And I have to make sure that the value exceeds what I'm charging. So for example, the the largest package that I've I've sold has been a fifty thousand dollar package. But again, I, I couldn't just put, if I just put that number on any, you know, package, I would not have ever sold it. So what I challenged myself to do was to think about, instead of thinking about like, what do I want to create for $50,000? It was, if I could create the most dreamy package for my ideal client, what would that look like? And so I put together this package that it, it, it did include some done for you services in it. Normally I don't offer that, but I just wanted to create something totally dreamy and just test it. And so when I put together this package, I thought, this is the most dreamy package on the planet, right? And then, and I thought, and then when I added up the value of if I were to, you know, vet these people and invest in these people, like they were team members of mine, um, then the whole package would be valued at $97,000. So I had no problem presenting that as an offer because to me, like ch charging 50,000 for the value of 97,000 was a, a steal of a deal. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it was more like, what do I believe will make the biggest difference for someone else and what what is the value of it and then charge less than that if that makes sense absolutely so, so yeah so even if somebody's newer and they're like gosh you know like i you know i'd love to offer a high ticket package maybe it's a a five thousand dollar package well then think about what would what would be a package that would be so dreamy for your ideal client that you know that it's worth ten thousand and then charge five you know so that when you're presenting it you know inside you, you are so highly enrolled in it that you're like the person that steps in this is getting a steal of a deal you know what i mean Right. So the confidence level. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think it's also important to make sure that you don't price it so low that you resent it because then right. you won't want to do the work. You'll feel oh, man. you won't resonate with that client. Yeah. Like I, I had those packages before, right? Early, like I said, like I remember uh, early on, um, I did create a package that was a thousand dollars. And I remember this woman who was like, well, can I do it? And I even offered a payment plan of like three payments of 397. And I get it when you're new, like, like for those who are totally new in business, any amount feels stretchy. And I remember ultimately her making, and I'm not saying this to, out of judgment, but she just finally ended up saying, I can do like 40, $40 payments for like all these months, even beyond the thing. Right. And I was just like, okay, maybe this wasn't the right package. You know, it just, it, it's, and, and I, I also, I myself have my own point of view of like when I finally myself stepped into a higher ticket package, I didn't have the money either, but I was willing to do what it takes to be resourceful to figure it out. And that's, that's just, again, that may not resonate with everybody, but I just believe that when you want something badly enough, there's always a way. Like I've seen people do crazy things to find a way to find the money, you know, and like not like illegal things, but things like, you know, driving Uber or selling something or, you know, doing some like contract work on the side or just something that says, I want this so badly, I will do whatever it takes to make it happen. And, and then there's that grit that you build up, you know? So I just, I believe in that. Totally. Um, speaking of grit, I found out a little something about you. Um, I like to try to dig a little where I can. <laughs> uh -oh. And I would tell there, there's, it's hard to find things on you. Um, and this uh -oh. is a good thing. It's not a bad thing. Uh, but there was two things I, I was researching on you and I found out there was a Japanese um, artist 
named Amy Yamada, who was, uh, it, it was a, she was a comedy, a, a singer and a comic who spoke into like oh, interesting. alternative sex practices and things. She was more, she was very liberal. She was like me too. Movement back <laughs> Is she the author? Are you talking about the author? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Very famous author named Amy Yamada. Yeah. Not me, but yeah. there you go. It wasn't you. I was like, well, I see, like, yeah, Amy does it. And I look, oh, no, she was born in 1959, all this other stuff. So. Yeah. I'm younger than that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but that was uh, just a side note. But yeah. the other is um, I reached out to some other people who know you and to see what else I could find out. And um, you participate in the hell on the hill. Just I did. Like yes, I did. Tell me about yep. that. Yeah. So um, for those of you like, if you don't know who Jesse Itzler is, he's, he's a self-made billionaire. He's a serial entrepreneur. He's an author. Um, he's married to another self-made billionaire, Sarah Blakely, the founder of Spanx. They're just awesome. I haven't met Sarah in person, but I've heard great things. But Jesse, he is, he is so awesome. Like he's just, he, he, um, he really lives life fully, completely fully. And so um, I got the chance to meet him a couple of years ago. And, um, and he and Shanda Sumter, another incredible entrepreneur, coordinated a group of us entrepreneurs to do this challenge. And uh, normally he does it for a, a bigger group and it's called Hell on the Hill. In our case, it was like, it was the same challenge, but it was 90 days with Jesse. And what we did was this intense endurance training every single day. And then, uh, and then we all flew out to his house in, uh, one of his houses in Connecticut, this beautiful mansion. And it has this crazy steep hill from his house all the way down to a lake. And then the challenge is that you, you climb this, this steep hill 100 times. So, you know, people do like 5K runs, 10K runs, marathons, Ironman, right? So we all committed to doing this. So it was a group of like 35 of us entrepreneurs. We committed to climbing this hill 100 times. And we all flew out there one day. It was the hardest, Jim, it was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Like the hardest thing I've done in my life. Not, I'm not super athletic, but I was like, you know what? I love his, how he like, he, does, he always says, we do hard stuff. Like when you do right. things that are really hard, then when you do something that may normally seem hard, like an entrepreneurship, it's not as hard because you push yourself beyond that. So that was uh, an unforgettable experience. Unforgettable. Yeah, yeah, I haven't had the privilege of meeting Jesse personally, um, but I've I've you know followed a lot of his just podcasts yeah. and interviews and different things about him, and especially his his relationship and connection with David Goggins. And I know that inspired a lot yeah. of that stuff. Yes, because he he wrote the book Living with a Seal, where he actually lived with David Goggins, the Seal. Right, he yeah. lived with a Navy Seal for thirty days because he wanted to challenge his mind. Right, and so. So even with this, like he really inspired those of us who decided to take on this challenge. And, um, and what was, I had a heartbreaking moment that day, you know, heartbreaking. So here it is, it's August in Connecticut. We are dying of sweat, right? And normally that, that race, that endurance challenge goes four hours. And there are those of us who weren't complete at four hours. So we just kept like, kept going up this hill, right? So I was one of them, I admit that. And, um, we're going on five hours. Now it's like mid, I mean, we're like, it's, he was concerned for our health, you know, like, but we just kept going. We're like, I'm going to finish this. Right. He's got music playing. And every time somebody did their, the, those who hit their 100, they would play the, um, the Rambo song. It was like, da, na, na, right. Like, it's like, yeah. and everyone would cheer. And so I was like, I'm going to do that. Like, I'm like sweating. I'm like, I'm so, I'm going to, I will do this if I like fall down at the end, but here it is, you know, we're almost at five hours and I'm on Hill 79. Right. And he's like, all right, everybody, you're doing a great job. We're going to wrap it up here. So everyone did great. And I was like, oh, no, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not done, right? And he's like, he, he, they were keeping track of all of us with these chips or whatever. And so he said, he's like, you might go ahead and do one more so you can get 80. And I was like, okay. You know, like, but I was feeling so defeated. Like I came there to finish. 
So to make a long story short, um, they wrapped up the race. I'd done my 80. It's like, okay, what am I supposed to learn from this? So that night, it was like 11 p.m. at night. We'd all hung out in the afternoon, got massages, went out on the boat and all stuff. But all I could think about was I, I came here to finish. And so that night I went back out at uh, 11 p.m. <laughs> and a friend of mine who like super athletic, she's like, I'll go with you. And I, I finished my last 20. And uh, by the end nice. of it, I'll never forget this moment. Cause like by the end of it, everyone came outside to like to watch me finish that night. So it was a really special moment for me. And what I always tell people from that experience is like, I had the best fit. Like here it was like super late at night. Everyone was like hugging me and like crying and they were singing the Rambo song, like all of it. And, um, and I just remember like, I had the best finish and I was last, like I was last place and I was so happy. So it's not about winning a race. It's like you're, you're winning your own race, you know? So that's great. Yeah, it's really special. Yeah. yeah. It's an awesome story. And I mean, I'm sure you learned so many life experiences out of that. Totally. Totally. It was awesome. Yeah. So, um, and, and how much of that goes into your message? How much of that is part of how you show up in business? Yeah. To me, it's just, you go the distance, you know, it's like, and, and if it's not about like, it's not about comparing yourself to other people either. Like I used to do that where I'd, I'd see these incredibly inspiring entrepreneurs and I'm like, Oh, I just want to be like them. It's like, well, how about I just be the best version of me and take myself on and break through the limitations and know that anytime I stretch myself, there's going to be those, those barriers or those limiting beliefs that pop up. And it's like, okay, I can acknowledge them and then walk through it, learn what I'm meant to learn, surround myself with people who've gotten to the other side of it, you know, and always stay humble. That's like a key thing. Always like, don't ever think like, Oh, I've got it all figured out. You know, <laughs> like, like I had some of that ego. I don't, I didn't realize it at the time, but when I was new in entrepreneurship, I had some ego going on. Cause I thought, Oh, I've been consulting business owners forever in my career. You know, I, I've done well. Surely, surely I can do this. You know? So I let ego get the best of me and then had some humbling experiences. And now I'm like, dude, always stay humble. Like I, there will always be more to learn. There's always more to, to like grow into. And, and that's the beauty of it, right? Like entrepreneurship is the best personal development journey on the planet. I believe. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We, we say that all the time. We should get it on a plaque because it's just, that's fact. I mean, there's, yeah. you want to learn stuff about yourself, just open up a business. <laughs> <laughs> You'll face everything within you, you know, everything. It can be maddening sometimes, but you face it and it's good. So, so what do you, what are you trying to create? What is the movement that you're standing for here? What, how, what would happen if you, if everything works the way you want it to and everybody else can climb their hill because of being in your world? What does that look like? Yeah, it's all about the power of deep connection. And so what I mean by that, like to me, what I, you know, the coaching that I do for the coaches and entrepreneurs is my vehicle for it. And at, the, at my depth of my core, it's all about really deeply connecting with yourself, your bigger vision, and how you deeply connect with others. Because I believe that when you care enough to deeply connect with others, then it just, like, you're so much more present, you know? And, and you, like, whether it's, like, if you're meeting someone, like, one-on-one -on -one for a very short amount of time, you can still create deep connection. And so when people started asking me about this, like, why I was speaking to deep connection, this is how I, this is how I was thinking about it. There's seven point what six billion people on this planet at this point, and I did some research, and most of us will meet about ten thousand of them in our lifetime. So that's like a tiny, tiny fraction of one percent of the entire world's population. So why would we not make every single connection count? You know, like the fact that I got to meet you through a mutual friend, and the fact that we've gotten to collaborate in some other things, and I see other opportunities moving forward. Like it's because of all these things that happened for Jim, for you and me to connect, right? Right. And so I just think, how beautiful is it? And so. So I think like if we could just practice the power of deep connection 
and care about each other. Like the fact that you invited me to be a part of this podcast, like really special to me, you know, and I don't, I don't take that lightly. Even if I've been on other podcasts, like every, every single moment counts. Right. So I just think if we can, if we can care enough about each other to communicate with courage, to communicate with compassion, to communicate with a place of love, that's deep connection. And then when you bring that into your business, it just, it makes everything better and easier and more fun and, and more impactful. So if I could, if I could have one message to be about practice the power of deep connection, start with yourself, to deeply connect with yourself. So you're really being aligned with who you are and then think about your vision, your mission, your message, and then how you deeply connect with others. Now, that all, man, I just, I resonate with everything there. I mean, that's why, I, I mean, we've had a pretty good connection right from the beginning because we just yeah. aligned in this area, in, in all areas, it seems. Um, but does, does deep connection to you also equate to big impact? Like, you know, me, it feels like if the, if, if your connection, not to, like you said, to yourself, to your dreams, to your mission, to your impact in the world, I think the greater you are connected to that, you can't, you can't help but do something big because you just wouldn't be satisfied any other way. You wouldn't be. Right. Forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because then you start to, when, when you deeply connect like that, then I feel like we peel back layers to really get to know ourselves. And then we also are able to really uncover other people's stories and visions and missions. And so I don't think it, I don't think it needs to be this like solo thing, right? Like the more we stand shoulder to shoulder and we're in our movement together, then that's, that's when the magic happens. Right. So, so I just, I feel like, yeah, you can't, you can't help it. Like, and, the, and then you'll start hearing like, what are the, what are people asking of you? So sometimes you'll put something out there in the world and then you start to get these frequently asked questions. Right. And for me, people started asking me questions around like, how do you just like put yourself out there and like say you're going to do something, and just go do it, you know, or, or how is it that, you know, when you speak on a stage some people line up to talk to you afterwards and it's, it's not ego, it's, it's influence, it's, it's impact, it's connection. And it's service, like it's, it really is service, you know? And so I love helping people to uncover what that looks like for them. And then I just, rem I, I like to reflect back to them, like what I see in them in terms of what their, their gift is. I'm like, just be, your, be who you are. Like the, the easiest thing is to be you, right. let people see the real you. Don't feel like I can be this way when I'm around my closest of people, but that as soon as I'm on stage or on camera, then I just show up a certain way, you know? It's like, how about you just be yourself? How about you just like peel back the layers and just be you? And watch what unfolds so much easier when when yeah. i learned that lesson life got a lot easier yeah I'm just one sure. gym all the time i used to yeah. 100 different gyms to 100 different yep. people oh same here like awesome. I, I need i need to be who they want me to be so i need to show up a certain way or i never want to share my like i used to associate vulnerability with weakness so i didn't want to share anything that i felt vulnerable about and that was trapping myself into this cage too and then as soon as i started sharing like here's what's working for me. Here's what's not working for me. Or here's where I totally flops, you know, and my clients love it. They're like, thank you for telling us that you struggle too. I'm like, yeah, we all we have struggles, right? We all have things that don't work. We have things that we try and they don't, but so what? Like, it's all good. So since you mentioned trouble, troubles, what, I think there's people listening right now that are like, okay, this all sounds great, but how yeah. do you do this? How do how do I just connect to myself and put my dreams out there and pursue them and show up in a way that, that you show up. You know, mm. I, people ask me this stuff a lot. It's like, I, you know, I forget that I'm not where they are. And yeah. I can't just take off my head and hand it to them. I wish I could It'd be so much easier. Um, yeah. What, what are the problems that people experience in trying to get where you're taking them? Yeah. I think that it's the, it's the, the conversation that I, at least I've experienced in myself and with, every single entrepreneur I've had the joy and honor of coaching 
at some point has an unworthiness conversation that comes out, you know, like there's this, maybe it's a human being condition, but I'll hear things like, Amy, what if I can't do this? Or what if I'm not good enough to do this? Or what if, what if I'm a fraud? Like, I don't think of myself as fraud, but what if, you know, like what I'm putting out there, people are like, oh yeah, I already know that, you know, like all the, the inner critic dialogue. And, um, and so what I recognize is that we all, I believe we all have that. I haven't met one person so far that has never experienced that. And so what has helped me in that dialogue that still, every time I stretch myself, it still comes up. So it's not like I'm immune to it. I'm not right. So when it comes up, I just take a moment. I acknowledge that I'm having that feeling. Like I don't try to shove it away or like, okay, like what, what's coming up for me. And then I, I, I'm like, of course, of course, this is coming up because I'm doing something I've never done before. And it's really freaking uncomfortable. And, um, and if I choose not to do the thing, whatever that next stretch is, then I'm making it about me and my limitation. And, and that takes me out of being in service to others. So that, like, that course corrects me every time. Because I'm committed to making a difference for others. I'm committed to being in service and committed to giving and knowing that I don't need to be perfect to give. Like I'm a recovering perfectionist and a recovering people pleaser, right? So that, that has helped me so many times with the inner game. It's like if I, if I buy into the limitation and pull back, I'm making it about me. And it's really not about me. And if, and if, if I'm someone who wants to be one of the people who steps in, leans into the thing that's really hard, then we're all breaking through our stuff together. You know, like we're not alone in that. So that, that helps the shift. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if somebody has a tough time trying to figure out how to do that, mm-hmm. how else can they get into your world and make that happen? Yeah, definitely. Well, I know, I know that uh, we've been talking about my upcoming events. I mean, there's different ways to connect with me, of course. But uh, the, what I'm so pumped up about is my second annual Dream Big event uh, that's coming up December 5th, 6th, and 7th. So it's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday happening in Santa Monica, beautiful Santa Monica, California, near LA. And um, it, I mean, the, the title of it is like what we like to bring is the energy of it. It's like dream, like give yourself permission to dream again, you know, like wh- whatever that big dream is for you, whatever that next level is for you, let's just all come together and make it happen. And then more specifically, we're going to be workshopping some of the elements in your business. So really dialing in your messaging and what are you taking a stand for? So even those who are further along, like I have colleagues of mine who are actually doing really well and they still come to me saying, hey, I really want to take my messaging to the next level. You know, like I'm about to launch this next level mastermind and I just want to make sure I attract the right people. So whether you're newer or you're further along, it's really designed for people who want to dial in your messaging at the next level. It's also about creating or upgrading your next high ticket package and then how to leverage that and so that you can really take it out to the world and scale. So, um, so yeah, so I'm really pumped up about that. We have a lot of fun. It's a really fun event. Um, last year I felt like those who came to my first inaugural event were like, I don't want to leave. Like it was just, there was so much, like there was, it was love based, right? It was just like a connection in the room. We're all helping each other out. Um, my whole team flies out. Like it's, it's incredible. And my own speak, I, I enrolled my own speaking coach to come out and he's going to, he's going to speak too. So for those of you who are wanting to speak on stages, the incredible Pat Quinn, my speaking coach, he's, he's coached some of the top speakers in the, in the, in the nation. Yep. He's going to be there to teach you how to create your signature talk. So you do not want to miss out on that. It's going to be epic. So this is good stuff. And every, you need to be there. Um, you know, I mean, we work uh, hundreds of events here at Gain the Edge. Yeah. And, you know, our, our mutual connection, Shay, we, we've worked dozens and dozens of events together. So yeah. we know the quality and the caliber of the people that are behind this event. 
and um, and of course you yourself putting it in and all the experience that you're bringing. Um, I, our experience is also that every single event changes based on who's in the room. And it does. Yes, definitely. The ideal event to show up, you got to show up and looking for what you, what, how can you contribute to this room? How by, how by you being there, is this gonna event going to just be better and different because of the change and the, and the transformation, the ideas and what you'll accomplish uh, in this three-day experience and plus everything that leads up to it. Um, if you go to salesandscripted.com in the show notes, it's going to be there, the link um, for the dream big guest uh, .com, which is uh, yep. go there or you go you into our, our show notes. You'll find the link there so that you can get signed up. Um, so there's people right now going, yeah, I got to do this. This is awesome. Great way to start the next year, like going into 2020. What about the person who's sitting on the fence going, I don't really know. I'm just, I'm not sure. I don't think I'm not thinking big enough. I'm just trying to get my little bitty business started. Yeah, yeah, totally. I'll say the the best thing that I did when I was really just so like, okay, if you know for sure that you are like, you have a deeper calling, I mean, that's it. Like, I, I believe there are people who just know deep down inside, like I know that from a young age, deep down inside, I knew I was meant for something bigger. Like I, not from an ego place, but just like, I know there's a deeper calling within me. I know that I want to take myself on and do things that I don't necessarily see other people around me doing. Now I do because I surround myself with those people. But initially I felt like a lone wolf. I was like, am I the only crazy person who wants to like dive in this whole entrepreneurial world and really like see myself as one of the people who gets to create an impact, who gets to help more people. And it just started off small. It started off with one client, you know, like working one-on-one, -on -one, coaching one client. And then it started growing, growing, grow. Um, if that's you, like if you, if you're like me and you have that deeper calling, then I just say come, you know, because the, the best thing you do is to be influenced by those who are also making it happen. There will always be the naysayer who's like, really, do you think you could, I mean, I, I, people who love me, like, are like, so what exactly are you doing? You know, especially when I didn't have my messaging dialed in, I was like, oh, I'm going to launch this business. I'm going to start working with clients. And I had people who were like, okay, I, I believe in you, Amy, but it doesn't really sound like you have a clear plan, you know? <laughs> so I'm like, but I knew deep down inside, I'm like, I know I have something. I'm not sure what it is, but I'm committed, like out of my mind, committed to figuring it out. So if you're wanting to be called forward, if you want to dream big, if you want to really see, like uncover what that message is and bring it out to the world, then I say, come, you know, why not come? And it'll be an adventure. If nothing else, you will meet some epic people and you never know what transformation is there for you. So perfect. Yeah. So get there, guys. Salesinscripted.com. If you're watching on YouTube, it's down in the uh, in the description, the comments. We've got the, we'll have the link down there for you so that you can get signed up and get taken care of. At the very least, just go to amyamata.com. There's also links to her Facebook group and her Instagram. Just connect to her, reach out, ask some questions, talk to her, talk to her team, see how they might be able to help you. Love to hear how it goes and make sure you come back and let us know because we want to make sure that you're winning and getting everything that you need here. All right. So um, while everybody is going to the link and figuring that stuff out, uh, I, I'm fascinated. Uh, this started out as, as just a random question and now it's become something that has been something I'm probably going to put a book around. But what are you doing in your personal life that is showing up in your business? Mm. Well, I recently just got back from Ghana. And uh, what one thing that I implemented into my business last year was to, to be the business that gives back as well. And, um, and so we, we raised, um, we got behind a young girl's vision, this young girl, her name's Josie, and she launched a charity when she was seven years old nice. to raise funds to build wells in Ghana when she heard about children that don't even have fresh water. And, um, and so I got behind her vision last year and coordinated a group of entrepreneurs. I said, you know what, this young, this young lady, 
has already raised $10,000 to build a well in Ghana. It's already been, it already was built by the time she was nine. Now she's 11 going on 12. And, um, and so everyone was so moved by her and I'm like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> so, so we all like, so she, you know, I said, Hey, do you want to speak? So she spoke on my stage of dream big last year. I introduced her to people to get on podcasts and on Facebook lives and whatnot. And as a community, we raised uh, $60,000 for Josie's well. So, um, and then this year we had the chance to fly out there and actually see, like go to these, I, mean, I have chills right now. We, we go to these um, villages in Northern Ghana, totally rural. They don't have, you know, they didn't have running water. And um, so to make a long story short, like, like looking into the eyes of these beautiful souls on the other side of the planet and being able to be a part of a mission of giving and being generous above and beyond business, like to me, that's what it's about. And I believe that when you're generous as, as a human being and as, as a soul, whatever your belief system is, then that's when everything unfolds, everything. So, um, so that inspires me to continue to, uh, to fundraise and to give back. And, um, and like, I believe that we can give as we grow, you know, that's it. Totally. So, I'm excited about that. That's great. Uh, that's a fantastic lesson. Um, you know, and I, I roll with Jesus as many people know, and it, you know, right in the Bible, you know, God's challenge us constantly. It's the one place in the whole Bible that God says, test me on this. He says, try to outgive me. He says, mm, yeah. open up the storehouses to test me in this. So it's like, if you believe, just be generous, give, give when you don't have it, give when it hurts, give just because, and watch what starts happening to you. Yeah. So true. That's so beautiful. That should be our challenge for everybody. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. Amy Mata, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, I really look forward to more. I know we could talk about a lot of this for a very long time. Yeah. <laughs> and I look forward to, to more conversations and having you back on. Yeah. Thank you so much, Jim. And, and thanks, everyone, for listening. Appreciate it. All right. Strickland, you know what to do, my friend. Take them to the door, show them where their parting gifts are on the way out. And until we see you next time, make sure you do life and business on your terms. All right. Go make it happen. All right, Jim, I'll show them where to go from here, man. Look, if you love what you're hearing, here is a great way to get more. You can get a free month's access to our awesome drop-in coaching group. Here's all you got to do. Subscribe, rate, and review the show, and share it. Let us know when you do at salesunscripted.com forward slash get more. Look for the share your review button on the page. That's all you got to do. We'll see you next week.